Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. May the Force be in you. I know that we've heard from Star Wars the classic saying, may the Force be with you. But today, we're going to talk about may the Force be in you. I got back just very recently, a couple days ago. I took off a couple weeks and went to the beach. It's been three years since I've been to the beach. And it's really, I hate to say this because I tell everybody to take vacations. Um, it's been like almost three years since I've had a vacation. Literally when, you know, I've had long weekends, but literally not to take two weeks off. So um, I need to practice what I preach. But anyway, it was time for me to heal, to restore, to renew. Whew, I just needed to shed what I didn't need in my life anymore. I know you know what I'm talking about. It's when you keep trying to do new things or thinking of new things or whatever. And it just, I don't, I don't know. It just seems like uh, my gas tank went from full to three quarters to half. So I needed to anyway, get off to become free, to, you know, try to get a new vision, new energy, uh, see some new opportunities. So anyway, personally for me, it's time for me to surrender. It was time to lie fallow. And yeah, as we all know, the cycles of life, then after become fertile and pregnant with new creativity and new life, I've lived long enough to know that when you get to this cycle, uh, stage of a cycle, just don't fight it, uh, surrender. Uh, you know, there's a whole bunch uh, that the universe is trying to tell you something and give you gifts, but you're going too fast um, to receive them. And for myself, I usually use this in a lot of my uh, media things is when I say, it feels like you're on a bicycle and you're pedaling faster and faster, but the chain slipped. And you think you're going faster and faster, but the chain slipped off of the bicycle and you're really not going anywhere. So anyway, it's time for another cycle and another season. So personally, I chose to go to Sanibel Island. It's an island off the coast of Florida. And they've kept this island quaint and quiet and resistant to the fierce commercialization of Florida and our world right now. No restaurant chains. The police actually direct traffic like they did in the old days. Uh, and the crossing signs are adorable. I think you'd love them. It says uh, bird crossing and alligator crossing and tortoise crossing and so they have crossing signs um really some for people but mostly for animals and wildlife so it was so beautiful to the see the respect that they had for other species that share our fragile planet it was magical so at, from the very beginning when i saw this i went i am at the right place and also, when we got there, they were very, very um, stern about this is turtle birthing season. So after nine o'clock, no lights, not even lights on your phone. Everything has to be turned off. And, and, and the reason is, is because they're one of the biggest nesting areas uh, in the world, but especially Florida for turtles. So, um, and they're an endangered species, of course. So what they do is if you turn a light on, on the beach, these newborn babies don't know any difference. And what they'll do is they'll turn around towards the light and head towards town, you know, or towards the earth instead of towards the ocean and they die. So keep all your lights off so that when they come out from the birthing, 
the moon on the ocean actually draws them into the ocean. So that was quite beautiful and I loved it. And every night we just sat there and I thought of all the new babies being born. It was just amazing. But I had forgotten the majestic power of the beach, of the ocean, of the water. God, the wind blowing in your face, the magnificent sun, that constant movement and the mystical transformation that the synergy of all these amazing elements of God, of the divine, of creation. I mean, it's just all right there surrounding you and permeating your body and mind and soul. And it, it's the time of year, um, you know, that we celebrate the feminine divine. We celebrate Mother Earth. We celebrate the mother. It's Mother's Day. And it's just uh, one day of the year, of course, but spring is the time of the feminine. It's the time for the cycle of fecundity and fertility and pregnancy of our minds, our bodies, and our souls to become full. Being at the um, ocean on that island, on that sacred, sacred space, reminded me of what we really know within us. We women are the incarnate, the walking, breathing, talking ocean. We carry all that power that I experienced, we carry it every day, but we've forgotten it. We've gotten so busy. I mean, we are like the ocean. We ebb, we flow. We're constantly in the magnificent flow of Mother Nature, our mother. The waves wash against the shore in a type of breathing, like inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. I'd close my eyes and think, exhale, the water washes up, exhaling. The water itself is, is onto the white sand in the shells. It was so cool. And then it would inhale and retreat. The water would go back into the vast ocean. And so then I would go inhale, exhale. And I hope you're doing that with me right now. Inhale, exhale. And imagine that you're right there at the ocean with me. It was just magnificent. And then in the background, the sounds of the birds. We are the feminine. We're born. We grow breasts, we menstruate, we cycle like the moon, we cycle like the ocean, like the seasons, we cycle like life. We're the creators of life. We conceive life within us. Our bellies grow big and round. We birth life. And then our bellies flatten again and return to our monthly cycles for our life until we, until we slow and begin into a state of homeostasis as we age as we uh, quit going through the cycles of life and we become an elder and we become wise. But we are at the phases of the moon, waxing crescent, waxing gibbous, then full moon. And waxing means that the moon, of course, is getting bigger. Then waning stages begin, waning gibbous, waning crescent moon. Waning starts right after the full moon, of course, and the moon decreases in size. As with women, the feminine, this timeless cycle continues. And of course, the moon affects the tides of our mother ocean. And let me insert right here, I'm not just talking about having a physical baby. Yes, that does happen. But we are women, those of us that have chosen not to give biological birth. Maybe we have animals like I do. Maybe we have um, farms. Maybe we have a baby business that we're growing. Maybe we have a nest, a home that we're building. We are waning and waxing and cycling all the time. 
It's who we be. And I learned this as a child, the farmers around us, uh, when I was young and also when we had our horse farm recently, they taught me about farming in the stages of the moon. You only plant crops when the moon is waxing, when it's getting bigger and larger and increasing, not when it's waning or getting smaller. It's during that productive cycle. And just like this, waning and waxing, so we do. We as all humans, not just women, but remember the feminine divine is equally in men. The balance that's my husband, he happens to be perfectly balanced between masculine and feminine. He, he, he's the kindest, most gentle, most sweet, most forgiving, you name it. Um, you know, not just loving to vacuum the floors and he loves to wash dishes and do wash, but that, those are just um, outward signs of his security. He, he, he's got, he's so balanced. And what I've noticed in our world recently, look in the last 10 years, we've had this escalation of masculinity, of mine and yours and separation and what's power over instead of power with and wealth is power. and Just a toxic, toxic, just almost, um, I, 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 just a desacred, a desacredization, is that a word? Anyway, of, of women, of the divine feminine. And so while we're talking about this, what happened to me at the beach, it was a refurbishing. It was a renewal of the feminine divine that each of us, men and women, have to take out into the world. And that means nature and kindness and goodness and forgiveness and respect and reverent respect. So yes, I'm, I'm on a passionate refueling after this beautiful time. And, and I wanted to say, I took a remarkable book with me to the island to read, to absorb. I needed to expand in the places where I'd cracked and dried up. I needed to allow myself to just get with the flow of the feminine divine. I had allowed myself to contract and withdraw and I started withering and I realized it there. So what happened was I read this book and, and this author speaks to it better than I can in the way that I want to talk about it today for the rest of our time together. So for the few minutes we have together today, I'd like to share some of the insights, just a, one or two from this delicious book by Alan Cohen. And it's called The Tao Made Easy, T-A-O pronounced Tao, The Tao Made Easy. And I, I know about the Tao, of course, I taught spirituality, but I've never really delved into it the way that he has. And I never researched the Tao. It was just amazing. It was written by Lao Tzu, and that's T-Z-U, Lao Tzu, in the 6th century BC, a very, very, very long time ago. So the Tao is a fundamental text for both philosophical and religious Taoism. And so as I opened the book to read it, as this, the waves are crashing, the birds are singing. I'm, I'm uh, watching a mother bird teaching her baby birds, by the way, how to uh, eat insects on the beach too. So I'm looking to my right and left, just tears welling up about the fullness that I feel. And all of a sudden I open to this page. And uh, this, again, it's called The Tao Made Easy by uh, Alan Cohen. And he says, there's an intelligence operating behind the scenes. A fabric of life that integrates all creation. This power is invisible to the eye, yet more real than anything the senses can touch. This is a mystery 
to the intellect, but knowable to the heart. It is life itself. Lao Tzu called this power the Tao, the great way. And so here I was at the ocean right there, experiencing it in, um, in, in incarnation, in reality, but also, as he says, behind the scenes, I was experiencing this. And we all know the benediction, may the force be with you. We know that. It is a benediction. And it, it, it's, it's known from all the great movies that have been written over the, uh, and, and made over the last 20 years. And yet, for the kind of intention this wish bestows, it's slightly flawed. It assumes that you may, must either get lucky or do something to get the force to be with you. But the force is already with you. It, it breathes, it speaks, it acts in you. It offers you guidance and grace at every turn. And it expresses as you, as the incarnation of you, each of us, as you today, because you are a creation of that force. It could no more not be with you than the sun or the ocean could be in you or, or in a ray of the sun or the ocean be absent from the waves that form and dissolve on its surface. Let me read that again. Because you are a creation of the force, it could no more not be with you than the sun could not be in one of its rays or the ocean be absent from the waves that form and dissolve on its surface. I have made countless efforts to harness the universe to work on my behalf. None of those attempts got me anywhere until I realized that life was already doing everything it could to further my good. You don't have to tell the force how to help you. You just have to let it find you and work for you and through you. A more accurate benediction would be, may the force be with, may you be with the force. The Tao, which is the force, is fully present, alive, and unassailable by the illusions that cloud our vision as we plod through a world of shadows and distortions. In spite of the shambles the human folly has made of life on earth, the great way, the Tao, stands intact, available to be used by all who recognize its power. Our dilemma is that we do not have an invincible source. Our dilemma is not that we do not have an invincible source. Our dilemma is that we do not realize it exists now and we do not make use of it in our lives. The Tao Te Ching, which is the Tao, the way, affirms the majesty you own rather than requiring that you wrestle it from some external source. It reminds that you already are what you seek. Thus ends lifetimes of searching for something outside to make you whole. When you remember you're perfect as creation intended, you have found the Tao and the mystical marriage is consummated. <sighs> Here I am at the beach reading this, exhausted. Whether it was undergraduate, graduate school, then a doctoral degree and clinical trainings, studying with every teacher around the world that I had written their book, read their books. I just didn't think I learned enough. I thought I had to go to the feet of the teacher. Living with tribes, I'm exhausted. I kept 
reading this over and over and thinking, I just kept searching on the outside thinking that something was going to go bing, 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 or gong, gong, gong. But it was inside of me the entire time. I went to a Buddhist monk one day and and uh, I was distraught and at the end of my rope and had just gotten my doctorate and everything. And I said, what else am I supposed to do? I, I keep traveling and, you know, studying and studying. And he touched my top of my head and he said, shh, shh. He said, this is what you will do. He said, do you really want to know the secret of life? I said, yes. He said, I want you to go back to your farm. You are not to go to any teachings. You're not to read any outside books. You're not to go anywhere and take any courses, classes online, nothing for five years. He said, your farm will teach you everything you need to know. Your farm will teach you every single thing you need to know. And I did. And my life changed forever. It changed forever. So let me read a little piece of the Tao that Alan Cohen has quoted here. And this comes, it says 25, so it's chapter 25 from the Tao. Something mysteriously formed, born before heaven and earth, in the silence and in the void, standing alone and unchanging, ever present and in motion. Perhaps it is the mother of 10,000 things. I do not know its name. Call it Tao. For lack of a better word, I call it great. Being great, it flows, it flows far away. Having gone far, it returns. Therefore, Tao is great. Heaven is great. Earth is great. Human being is also great. So, also in this book, um, what Alan does is there are little excerpts. I, I, you would love this book. Please get it if you can. In this book, there are little excerpts where Lao Tzu, the teacher who wrote the Tao, the great way, is talking to a student who lives with him. So I wanted to read this to you as we um, end our time together because I just think this, this conversation between the teacher, Lao Tzu, and the student is quite beautiful and succinct. Distressed and confused, I went to see the master. I found him in his garden. He was pulling weeds from the section of the pure tree he had planted. Lao Tzu did not see me approach, but he sensed my presence. What's the matter? He asked without even looking up. I just came from consulting the astrologer my mother recommended to me, I blurted. He told me that I would have five bad years of pretty bad luck. I am ready to throw myself off of a bridge. The master stood. He wiped his hands clean of the soil and faced me squarely. So, you're going to let an astrologer decide your future? Uh-uh, no. Well, but my mother has been seeing him for years. She swears by him. She hardly makes a decision without his approval. He is well-respected in my city. Lao Tzu nodded. I'm sure he's a good astrologer, but... You've given your power away to him. So astrology is not valid, Master? All sciences are valid, depending on how they're used. If they empower you to live more fully, they help. If they make you feel like a puppet on a string that someone else is pulling, 
then they hurt. A knife can be used to heal through surgery, or it can kill. It's all about what you do with it. Hmm. Now I was more confused. So I should disregard the astrologer's advice teacher? You should look within yourself for the answers. Your life is not determined by the stars. It is determined by your state of mind and the choices you make. Regardless of how the stars are configured, you are in charge of your journey. Make healthy choices. And even if adversity comes, the Tao will show you how to use it for your benefit. Lao Tzu then turned and returned to his weeding. When the master was done speaking, he was done speaking. The rest of it was up to me. Five years have passed since that day and I'm still here. I've had hard times and I've had easy, great times. I decided to meet the difficulties by asking how each situation can strengthen me. I am no longer afraid of adversity. As the master once told me, what's in the way is the way. So I really today just wanted to share with you the way. And the way is in a book written uh, many, many years BC, the Tao by Lao Tzu. The way is found in many scriptures, be it the Bible or maybe the Talmud, maybe uh, the Upanishads, the Vedas. The way may be in silent meditations. Then the way may be in the uh, Utes or the Athabascans or the Clinkets or the Hopi or the many, many Cherokee, the Native American uh, tribes that I've lived with. The way can be in Christianity. The way can be in any religion, any spirituality, nature, the earth, the Tao, the way. So today I'm asking that the force be in you, not just with you and not coming from the outside waiting for your lucky star, your great job, the person you're going to hopefully fall in love with, the um, company that you started to be a great success. Whatever is on the forefront, it's now. It's being silent. It's walking outside and feeling the wind on your face, maybe the sun on your face, maybe a cricket or a bird singing to you in the tree next door. But I promise you this, when you lose your way, and it'll happen, I promise you this, you'll lose your way. Or like me, you'll feel crackled and cracked and dried up and need to go to the, go to nature or go to the ocean or go to a mountaintop. But you can do it in your backyard, in a local garden, in a uh, park. Uh, you can do it by even listening having an app that you listen to a bird sing or hear the waterfall or look at a picture of a waterfall or still like all of those things bring us back to the way back to who we be not what we do come home come home to yourself the force be in you and with you and by you and thus you will overflow into the world your purpose will be realized 
and your life will have more meaning and purpose than you, more than you had ever realized in, in your entire life. So the force be in you. That was our lesson today. And again, if you have any ideas for a show or would like to talk about anything, anything, just go to contact us at uh, the mindfullivingnetwork.com, mindfullivingnetwork.com, and or our OURMLN.com and type in what you'd like to hear or see or talk about. And remember our tagline at the Mindful Living Network is one people, one planet, one future. That's what we are. We're one people, we're one planet, and we are one future. It is our world. Let's hold it in our hearts and our hands and heal ourselves. And let's be little sparks of light, and little, little ocean droplets in the world. Okay, it's our world. Please share us, which is Mindful Living Network and the work we're doing with your family and friends and community. Let's do this together, okay? Let's do it together. Uh, we have a meditation room talking about nature sounds. We have uh, all kinds of visuals. We've got videos and we've got sounds with everything. In the, I mean, not everything, but lots of things in nature. Everything from a hummingbird to... Uh, different kinds of birds, to oceans, to mountaintops, to rainfalls, to snowfalls, you name it. You can go to YouTube and go to our meditation room. Um, it's called The Meditation Room. And, or you can go to uh, our website uh, at mindfullivingnetwork.com and go to The Meditation Room. Also, we have a great app and The Meditation Room and also Stress Tips and all kinds of other things are on our MLN app and you can uh, do that, go there at Google or Apple. And uh, follow us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Um, anyway, know how much I care. Know how much that I love you and love this world and uh, hope that we can all share and uh, contributing and caring for each other. So... As you go out into the world, may the force be with you. I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It.